This is an official statement from Instagram. Instagram released an official report where they broke down, they studied, they have access to what everyone does and where we spend our time and what we look at. And they studied what people watch the most. And you might think it's reels, right? Like reels are so hot. I talk about reels all the time. The number one place where people spend their time on Instagram is stories. Instagram stories are the most watched area of Instagram, mm -hmm. according to Instagram. That's big time. Like that in and of itself is why stories matter. Um, and I think I one of the, the obvious things to point out to people is because, you know, I asked this poll recently on my Instagram stories and also to my feed. What do you watch? Where are you looking at content from people? And I think we all probably consume individual pieces of content that we're seeing in our feed. But in terms of where you spend time, you're spending more time. Even if you're only watching a few people's stories, you're going to spend more time watching just one person's stories versus looking at what somebody posts and double tapped. So if yeah. the objective for all of us is to build relationships, what is the key to a relationship? Time. And that is why it's so important that you understand how critical it is. It's all part of a bigger equation, but one very critical component of that equation is how do I get people to spend more time with me? Yeah. And I did want to tell everyone, Instagram stories has an algorithm. I know everyone hates that word algorithm, right? Stories have an algorithm and it's different than the feed algorithm. There's actually multiple algorithms that exist on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And just to explain to anyone who doesn't know what an algorithm is, it's basically how Instagram determines who sees what. It's not chronological like it used to be in 2014 or 2013. It's not chronological. It's not just based off who posted recently. There's an actual algorithm that determines who sees your stories and who doesn't. And that algorithm is determined by what we like to call the three R's. And I'll break down each of these and what they mean. The three R's. The first one is recency. Recency. Mom, do you want to kind of explain what recency mean. I think it got it. Well, recency obviously is just how recently have you posted? So the content that we're seeing, we're going to share with you all the different things that impact it. So let's say Brock and I both posted a feed post today and Brock has been pretty good about being on his stories, but I haven't, I haven't posted since last night. Well, you're going to see more likely to see Brock's story even if mine was better, you're more likely to see his because his was posted more recently. And you're also more likely to see his feed content because you've just seen his story content. Yep. The second R that we want to talk to you about is relationship. Now, Instagram can't look at your ancestry.com history. They can't have a blood test run on you to determine who is your mom and who's your sister and who's your spouse, but they can determine who you have a relationship with based off of who you engage with. So who stories you're watching the longest, who stories you're engaging with or you're tapping on when you're voting in those polls. And we'll go more in depth into this topic later. But basically, the more you interact with someone, and this is all forms of interaction, whether it's, you know, DMing, commenting, liking, saving, sharing, all those forms of engagement, all those forms of interaction, the more you interact with someone and the more they interact with you, the stronger Instagram thinks that relationship is. The stronger Instagram thinks that bond is. And thus, that's why the second R of this algorithm is relationship because it makes Instagram more likely to show your content to them and vice versa. 
Yeah, that relationship piece is really key, guys. Again, their whole goal isn't to trick anyone. They're really trying to serve us. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to figure out using artificial intelligence, what do we really want to see? They're not, they're not saying like what's popular, um, what do we want them to see? Their whole objective is like, how do we keep people on the platform longer? And people have told us that they want to see and interact with people who they have a real relationship with. So they're looking at what you're doing and putting that type of content in front of you and your people. So if you want to build a relationship, it's really important that we start understanding how much you've got to use all of the features of Instagram, but most notably stories. Mm-hmm. And then the third R is relevancy. And how does an algorithm, how does a computer determine if your story is relevant? Well, let's break it down. It's really just, are other people interacting with it? So if I have 10 followers and nine of them are watching my full story and they're voting in a poll and they're engaging and they're DMing me from the story, well, then Instagram's like, wow, this story must be really relevant to your followers. So Instagram will make sure that the rest of my followers see that story. It will push it to the front. We're going to go more in depth into all of these things later, but let's just start with what I know everyone is already asking about. How much should you story? How much should you story? (laughs) Yeah. And I think that freaks people out because it it feels, I think so many people are like, gosh, I barely can come up with something to post to my feed. And what we're going to share with you is that feed posts take a lot longer you do need to put more effort into a feed post. Feed posts need to be, you just need to put a lot more thought into them because they need to be on niche. There needs mm-hmm. to be a call to action. There's all these things that we've told you, you need to have in a post to make it, you know, the ideal post, a post that's going to pop. But when it comes to stories, they can be really fast. In fact, mm-hmm. that's what they should be. And we're going to help you understand, like, you don't have to put much effort into these, but you should be posting a minimum of five times a day. Now that sounds like mm-hmm. I've got to do five posts a day. No, that means you've got to take five pictures a day. Literally, you you just, these types of story posts can take you less than 15 seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Quick, very, very, very quick. And we'll talk about in a second how quick we mean and what we mean. I think that, well, like my mom was saying, when you get caught up in this, wait, I have to create five posts per day that are beautiful for my stories. No, no, no. Stories, we'll talk more about that in a second of how to create them and what they look like. But minimum five a day. I like to set a goal for everyone, a goal of 11 or more, 11 or more. So 10 is like 10 is your goal, you know, 10, 11 more minimum of five a day and approximately every two hours. If you post all five, like some of you said, you're watching right now when it's midnight. If this training ends and you're like, oh, Brock and Shaleen said, I need to post five a day and you post five right there at midnight, that's going to overwhelm your audience. It's going to be too much at once. Yeah, you're you're going to miss the relevancy, in other words, or recency, I should say, because if you're posting all of them at once, you miss out on the opportunity to, you know, get in front of somebody again later, who's logged in later that day, or there's somebody else who's posted more recently and their content's going to bypass yours. Mm -hmm. And I think eventually posting every two hours or approximately every two hours will become a habit. It really will. And when it becomes a habit, it becomes thought-free, like it's mindless. It doesn't take much energy or effort when it's a habit. Mom, I know posting stories for you has become a habit. For me, it's become a habit. And if it's not a habit for you right now, and you're like, how am I going to remember to post two, you know, a story every two hours? 
write a sticky note and put them all over your house or set a reminder in your phone that goes off every two hours or write it in your planner or your push journal so that you are reminded to post a story every couple hours and eventually it will become a habit. We do want to recommend posting a story prior to and after your feed posts. Prior to your feed posts will help people increase the likelihood that they see your feed post and then sharing your feed post to your story, of course, will help make sure people actually see the feed post that you saw. Brock, that was so important. I hope people really understood what you said there. Mm -hmm. So again, we're not trying to trick the algorithm, but we're trying to help the algorithm to understand that your people want to see your content. So it's really important. Like I said, if somebody's viewing your stories and then you post to your feed and they've just interacted on your stories, there's a very high likelihood that of the thousand people that they follow, you know, maybe 200 have posted in a very close time frame to their feed. So Instagram has to figure out like, okay, how do we prioritize what person's feed post we put in front of this person? Well, let's see. There's a relationship with this person and this person we can tell because they've interacted on their stories. And that's why, as Brock just said, it's a great idea to use your stories just before you make a feed post and then right after you make your feed post. Obviously, you can share your feed post to your stories is one way to do that. I was just going to say our final note about how much you should post. And we've said this kind of already is frequency is greater than volume. So it's better to post throughout the day every couple hours than to post a bunch all at once. But let's talk about what to post on stories, right, mom? Yes. All right. The, you know, first of all, you hear Brock and I talk all the time about how critical it is that your feed have a niche. It have a theme. It has something that people are like, oh, I go to follow this person because he just talks about how to grow my Instagram. I follow this person because they do DIY farmhouse renovations. So your feed posts need to be niched, but it's in your stories that people are getting to know who you are. And it's where you're building relationships. So you have permission to post about everything and anything provided, and here's the asterisk by that, it should in some way, shape, or form be valuable to your audience. And But it can be valuable in many different ways. It can be valuable because it's interesting. It can be valuable because it's funny. It can be valuable because it's thought-provoking. It can be valuable because it gets people talking. It takes in their information. It, it, it can just be entertaining or funny. But you can post on any topic. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I asked recently, I asked my audience, do you like seeing a mix of everything, everything and anything, or do you want it only about one topic? And actually it was over 90%, over 90% of people saying, I like seeing a mix of everything on stories. And that's absolutely true. That's what stories are for. And here's the real reason why stories are about building the relationship, right? Stories are about making a connection. And you said this earlier, mom, relationships take time. Mm -hmm. And to really get to know someone, you have to learn about all areas of them. If you want to know, like, and trust someone, or if you want someone to know, like, and trust you, well, then you have to show them all parts of yourself. You can't just only talk about your one fascination. You have to show them all of you. And that's where everything and anything comes in on your Instagram stories. So, you know, on my feed, I, I love using myself as an example. On my feed, if you follow me, you know, you are only seeing Instagram growth tips. You are only seeing posts about Instagram. That's my niche. But on my stories, you see my traveling, you see my dogs, sunsets, sushi, snowboarding. You see everything. You see my relationship. So stories, everything, 
and anything. And, and that's what people like to see. Let's kind of explain to people, mom, some ideas or, or some topics about like a little bit more on the, on this idea. Okay. So one thing that I see a lot of people asking the question on, and so I just want to clarify, when we say to post multiple times, that means you're going on stories. That is what we consider one post, even though it might be a series because currently, and this seems to be something that Instagram is playing with, but currently each post is chopped into 15 second bites. Now it seems as though, Brock, I don't know if you got this feature on yours, but recently I had an update where they just let me just post as long yep. as I wanted, just the whole thing posted. It's and then I, I testing. Yep. Yeah. And then they went back to like, no, let's chop this back up into 15 second increments. Yep. So, yep. but when Brock and I say you need to post like five times a day, that doesn't mean five, 15 seconds, but it also might mean, it just means go on mm-hmm. five times. It might mean five photos. It might mean five 15 second videos, but five different times you should be jumping on Instagram to do something. It could be to upload a photo. It could be to show a video. It could be to post a poll. It could be to upload a photo that's in your camera roll. It could be to share a feed post, but five different times you're posting something to stories, how long it is and how many are in that sequence doesn't matter. Like my mom just said, a variety of styles of posts. And that's a great way to keep people's attention. Variety of styles. If every single story is just a picture, people might get bored. If every single story is just a video of you talking to the camera, people might get bored. So when you mix it up, people are more likely to pay attention. So pictures, videos, text, boomerangs, all of that is great. That goes into anything and everything. Also, like we said, a variety of topics. Unlike your feed on your stories, you can talk about all of those different interests and passions and hobbies. Talk about those on your stories. Also, we want to encourage you that real is so much better than perfect. Your stories, they don't have to be super edited. You don't have to be Photoshopped. You don't have to face tune and overcorrect and put on those like beauty influencer, fake eyelash filters. Just be real. And really, that's what people want. That's what people want. We've pulled thousands of people. That's what they want. Absolutely. And because again, this is where people are trying to figure out like, who are you really? Mm -hmm. You know, what do we have in common? And we want to see authenticity there. But just to kind of circle back to the variety part that Brock mentioned, this is really important, you guys, because you've got to change it up. If it's all you direct camera, people are bored. If it's just Mm -hmm. you only doing, what do you call them, text images, and there's no photos, and there's never any video, Mm -hmm. people just get bored. And just remember, people lose interest. So sometimes, even when I'm like, okay, when I change subjects, I always put in a story to cleanse the palate. Do you know what I mean by that, Brock? Mm-hmm. Like, so let's yeah. say I'm talking yep. oh, to absolutely. camera. I do the same thing. Yes. Interesting. Yes, absolutely. So uh, let's say, for example, today I was talking about the iPhone update. And then I was like, oh, I want to also now talk about Insta Clubhub. So I will do something to break it up. So like, so it's not just me talking straight to camera. And I don't want people to think, oh, she's still talking about the same thing. So I will, yep. I will break it up and I'll upload a photo. And I'll say, okay, now we're going to interrupt this conversation to talk about blah, blah, blah. Or are you interested in learning about blah, blah, blah? Like I will literally put something in there so they know like, oh, it's a pattern interrupt, number one. And number two, it's letting my audience know that I'm moving on to a new subject. Mm -hmm. I love that. A palate cleanse. Instagram is its own beast. It is so huge. It's like five platforms in one. How do we take a platform that changes almost every week and help people, the answer is we need to create a membership site. And that's exactly what we did. We created a club, 
a membership portal, a place for people like you who want to know just specifically about Instagram. Maybe you showed up on the platform a little after everybody else did and you feel so behind the eight ball. Or maybe you love Instagram, it's your jam, but you just don't have the time to read the case studies and to constantly be figuring out how the algorithm is changing. Like you literally need someone to do all of that research for you. You need a place where you can log in, you can type your query, and a tutorial that has been filmed within the last couple of weeks pops up that teaches you exactly how to do it. Brock and I will be going live inside the Insta Club Hub. This is a membership site that is going to blow your mind if you're trying to reach more people, the right kind of people, like real live, targeted followers, the kind of people who want to do business with you, and you want to do that on Instagram, you want to take advantage of the Instagram algorithm, Insta Club Hub is for you, and you're going to be blown away. To learn more, go to instaclubhub.com. That's instaclubhub.com. And of course, there's a clickable link in our show notes to make it really simple for you. All right, let's talk about how to level up your stories. Tip number one, it's a super sexy one. It's going to blow people's minds. I love sharing. <laughs> this, is, this is my favorite tip of all time to share because people's jaws hit the floor. Tip number one to level up your stories, post more stories. Post more stories. I did some research the other day. According to our Insta Clubbers, only 11% post more than 10 per day. So earlier when I told you that your goal is 10 or more, that wasn't just some random number that I pulled out of a hat. That means that if you're posting 10 or more, you put yourself in an elite group. You put yourself with those 11, those top 11% of Insta clubbers of business owners on Instagram who are consistent. And like we said earlier, every single time you post, your little bubble, your little stories bubble moves back to the front of the queue. So if you want more views, post more stories. I know it's you not know, that sexy, but it's the truth. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to look at a brand or business and just think, oh my God, they're missing an opportunity. Nine times out of 10, I go look at the brand or the business because I've just shared something about that business. And they're missing the opportunity to use user-generated content. In other words, as a business owner, those of you who own a business, you don't just have to post content from you, the business owner, as the creator. User-generated content crushes. Number one, it encourages people, because they see that you're sharing their content, encourages them to tag you. In other words, promote you in their stories. So take advantage of that, number one. And number two is, you know, you can have people do an Instagram takeover of your account, some of your customers, your clients. There's so many creative ways you can repurpose stories. You can go back into your archives and share story content that is timeless. I mean, most of what we post, even though it's in the moment, it's still pretty timeless and you can reshare it because a very small percentage of your audience is seeing all of it. Absolutely. Tip number two for leveling up your stories is to increase your engagement. Increase your engagement. Increasing your engagement, like we said earlier, will help you get more views. So if you want more views, you have to get more engagement. How do you do that though? How do you actually get more engagement on stories? Well, you use the engagement stickers. So you use the polls, the quizzes, the question sticker, the response sticker, the DM, the countdown. Guess which one is the best in terms of engagement. 
Polls seem to be the best. People love sharing their opinion. And that's what's great about the polls. It's a strict like dichotomy. It's black and white cats or dogs, this or that. Those kinds of stories are really, really powerful for getting people engaged. Mm. Okay. Well, I would like for you to define which is the best. I would say that polls is the easiest to get people to engage with. That's for me personally, what I find is the best is when I can get people to answer a question. Like when they yeah, oh, yeah, provide, yeah, yeah, I mean, but again, you know, that's going to take some time. I, I know a lot of you are going to comment. I post those up and nobody responds. It does take some time to, I don't want to say train your audience, but the help them to thing. basically understand that like, yeah, I'm actually listening and I'm actually responding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And making it interactive and, and showing people that you are answering their questions or that you are valuing their feedback. You're not just like, do you want my link for the sale? Yes or no. If you're just posting a poll that's ultimately going to lead to a sale, well, then people are going to be hesitant to, to answer that. Or if you're posting a question sticker, but you're not really doing much with it, people aren't going to engage with it. So mom, I, I know you were hesitant to use that word, but I do like to say that you're, you're training your audience. You have to mm-hmm. let them practice. Maybe conditioning them. Pro- conditioning them. And pro tip, respond to your own stickers. Do it if all the time. Question, if you have a question that you're dying for people to ask you, but they're not asking, then ask yourself. If you want people to get to know you, let's say you post the the question sticker, you post this one down here at the bottom, and it's like, ask me anything. You can ask yourself the questions. What do you do for a living? How long have you been doing it? Why do you love what you do for a living? You can ask yourself the questions and answer them, and no one will know. And then guess what? Everyone else would be like, oh, a lot of people are asking this girl questions. I need to go yeah. back and ask her a question as well. Everyone should just experiment with this too, because it's much easier than what you think it is. Again, your audience doesn't know who's asked the question because when you share the question, the person who asked it becomes anonymous. Yeah. So it's really a great way to kind of lead the witness, or I should say lead the conversation. And sometimes yeah. we need to do that. I do it all the time. Because a lot of times too, even if I'm getting hundreds of questions, I'm like, well, there's these 19 questions that could all be said in one way. So I'll just ask myself that question, saying it the way that I think it needs to be said. So definitely Mm -hmm. pro tip, ask yourself questions and respond to your own sticker. The other Uh, reason why I will do it is sometimes I will get a question that it's asked in such a way that I just think there's maybe a a less controversial way to ask the question, or I want to modify the question. I want to ask the question, but maybe make it more generic for my audience. So there's a million ways to do it. And how do you do it? You just, you go through your own stories. And when that story shows up, you click on it and you type in your question. Tip number three for how to level up your Instagram stories is to add closed captions, add closed captions. Now, there's a few options for doing this. The simplest is a new sticker that Instagram has released. Not everyone has access to it yet. And I want to pause real quick. There are a lot of features that people get. You know, you you hear all the time, oh, hey, someone got access to 60 second reels. Someone got access to stickers. Someone got access to bonuses. There are a lot of features on Instagram, right? We can all agree on that. There's also a lot of people on Instagram. There's a billion people on Instagram and there's a lot of people using different devices. Like there's seven different iPhones and there's 19 million different Androids and there's Google phones. There's a million different phones and a million different people and a million different features. So unfortunately, Instagram can't just flip a switch 
and automatically give you all of the features that everyone else has. So it takes time. All of that that I'm explaining to you is just to help you understand that it takes time for everyone to get all of the features. So if you don't have this feature yet, just be patient. And the other thing is sometimes you don't realize that you have the feature, but Mm -hmm. Instagram's not putting it at the top of your options. When you see that little search bar that you're seeing on the screen right now, type the word in caption or type the word in music or type the word in poll, because sometimes Instagram is moving those things around and it might be there, but it may not appear at the top. Mm -hmm. So you can look for the caption sticker. Another way that you can add closed captions is you can just type it out. Type out a summary. Yeah, type out a summary. That's what I like to do. Rather than typing out everything that I said for 15 seconds, I'll just type out a summary of what I was talking about in that clip. Not only does it help boost your engagement and not only does it help people, you know, keep watching, but a lot of people are watching with their sound turned off. Also, a lot of your audience is deaf or hard of hearing, and it's a great way to be more inclusive for everyone. So add closed captions Mm -hmm. whenever possible always do that. And it really has been shown to significantly increase audience retention and viewership rates. How to level up number four. Mama, let's talk about this one. Can't miss content. Yeah. You know, you want to be the account that people know you're going to be posting great stuff. Like I can't miss it. I can't miss it. So there's a couple of people I follow. One is a, a fashion blogger and dang, she finds like the best deals. And every single time when I click on her stories and I'm late, like I'm at that 23 hour mark. And then I go to like buy whatever it is she's talked about. It's sold out, but Mm -hmm. she's got just great content. Like I I literally feel like I'm getting the hookup when I watch her content. There's some other great people that I follow because I just know I I can't miss it. It's always going to be good. It's not super repetitive. I mean, it's okay to do some repetition. We're going to talk about that, but you want to produce a type of content that people are like, it's so good or it's so juicy or it's so useful, so helpful, so valuable that I literally can't miss. Yeah. One of my favorite examples of this, but her name is Sharon Says So. Sharon Says So. Look at that. That's a lot of stories. Like that's not what I would recommend for most people. I would not recommend you post 90 stories a day, but she uses her stories as can't miss content. Every single day, she's updating people on political news. She's breaking down government topics and putting them in normal human speaks so that we can all understand. And it's done in a very tasteful, like non-politicized way. She's just reporting on the facts and giving us history lessons. That's a lot of stories, but she has significantly grown her following and she has significantly built a lot of trust by sharing can't miss content all day long, every day on her stories. And I did want to pause real quick to say, of people will not grow their following strictly because of stories. Good point. But like we've said, there is a purpose. And a lot of times people will check your stories before they follow you. A lot of Mm -hmm. times they'll go to your profile and they'll check your stories real quick before they decide to follow you. And that's why you want to create can't miss content. Can't miss content is valuable tips, amazing educational content, relatable posts, breaking news, important updates, riveting stories, That's what can't miss content is. Can't miss content is the kind of thing that's going to hold someone's attention. Right. So like I saw today, a couple of people commented, Shalina, I'm I'm waiting on your iPhone update review. And, you know, I did that intending to be able to share it, but because I don't have time in my schedule to do it today, I told my audience, I will come back and I'll do this tomorrow. 
So what I've done there is I've hinted about what's coming tomorrow and I've kept people curious. So now people are going to you know, tune in tomorrow throughout my stories to wait for that iPhone update review. All right, number five, way to level up your stories. This is something that I've been doing recently. I started mm-hmm. as a test mm-hmm. and it has proved so valuable for number one, my ADHD followers, like my mom and like, you know, people who follow my mom who have ADHD, adding a slide number. And it has also really increased my audience retention rates. When I Mm. add these slide numbers, people watch more. If you've watched my stories recently, you might have seen these little numbers in the upper right-hand corner. All I do is I just type these out. I just tap on the text button and I just type, hey, if I just recorded three stories, I'll type one out of three, two out of three, and three out of three. So again, just to backtrack for a second, you can record up to 60 seconds at one time for your stories. You can record up to 60 seconds, but Instagram will break that into four 15-second clips, four 15-second clips. So then I just, I add a little number tracker on those clips so that people can know where they're at. So they know Mm -hmm. exactly where they're at. And it's really increased my audience retention rate. People are able to pay attention more and for longer because you know when you sit down how long you're going to be there for, right? Like, how many of us, when we see 50 million dots at the top, we're like, oh my gosh, when is it going mm-hmm. to end? But when there's a one out of four, two out of four, you're like, oh, all I have to do is sit here for four slides. Mm-hmm. I can do that. And it really increases viewership rates. Okay, I don't know if you do this, but I will often, and because we're both talkers, but and I, I know that people's attention span is short. So mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I'll hold up my camera. I'll tell a story or make a point. And then I look at it just before I go to post, I realize it's four individual clips, meaning it's a full one minute. And I'll ask mm-hmm. myself, can I do that in half the time? Could I do that in two mm-hmm. stories so yeah. that it's more concise? Have I wasted words, in other words, yeah. that just yeah. are unnecessary? And I'll, I'll delete it and redo it. Now, I'm not saying yeah. everybody has no. to do that, but I, I do think sometimes when I watch someone else's story, I'm like, you know, you have to be conscientious of your audience. And if you can yeah. get to the point quicker, you're doing them a great service. Two things yeah. you can never get back, your time and your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I do that all the time because obviously if it's cutting it into 15 second snippets, if I spoke for 32 seconds, well, then it's going to make a whole third clip that's like two seconds long. So it's going to be like 15, 15 and two seconds. Well, it doesn't matter that that's two seconds. It's going to show up as one of those little dots up at the top of the screen. So I'm like, hey, I can shave off two seconds. So I'm going to try this again. I'm going to try to speak a little bit faster or cut out a few words so I can fit it into a little bit nicer of a segment. So it's not like an entire clip that's one second long. Absolutely. And that's a pro tip. You know, like if you're just getting started, we don't want this to give you more pressure and you're like, oh my gosh, it was four. Is that too long? And now I'm not being authentic. Now be yourself. That's something I'm trying to work on personally. Like personally, when I record my podcast, I think try to eliminate words and points I don't need to make because it's wasting people's time. Like get to the point. So that's my advice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then finally, the last tip that we want to give you to level up your stories is to point to your stories, point to your stories. And what we mean by that is to use your feed posts, your reels, your lives, your DMs, use everything, use your Twitter, use your dog, use it all to point to your stories, to point to your stories, basically to direct people to watch your stories right? Like don't just assume that people who are watching your feed are watching your stories. Don't just assume that because someone sent you a direct message, they're watching your stories. I can't tell you 
how many people DM me a question that I have currently answered on my story. And I say, hey, mm-hmm. just go watch my stories. Use mm-hmm. those things to point to your stories. And these are just things you can put in your captions. You can also create curiosity in your feed post. So for example, you could show this beautiful cake that you just made. Maybe you're a cake decorator, or maybe you do DIY desserts and you show the final product and you say, for the complete recipe, check out my stories. Yep. Rather than giving them everything in the feed post, use your feed post to create curiosity to watch your stories. Absolutely. I love doing that where like you give three tips on your feed and then you're like tip number four is in my stories or mm, you share like you know, a, a kind of a joke or, or something that's kind of like an inside joke on your feed and then you're like for full context watch my stories or like this one that you did mom it was one of your reels about the plastic surgeon and then your caption literally said see my stories and if you happen to check this out after they expire go check out the highlight that i made on my profile but you literally the first sentence the first line of your caption was go watch my stories, go watch my stories. Yeah. And I know we'll probably get some questions about the highlights, right? Your story highlights. Are they necessary? They're not mandatory. They aren't watched as much as you, nearly as much as what you would think, but it's a good place if there's content that people are constantly asking you about, right? Like, let's say every day you're getting this question, like, what do you do for a living? That would be great to have a a story highlight that explains that, or maybe you have some unique I don't know, feature that people are regularly asking you about, or you've moved recently and people keep asking because they haven't been following your stories. Well, then it's great to put that in a story highlight so you can direct people to it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So just direct people to your stories, point to your stories. And, And just to bring this full circle, the reason for all of this is because like we said earlier, your stories are where you can build relationships. Your stories are where you build trust. Your stories are where you make those connections And it's the first step towards making a sale. Selling really happens in the direct messages. That's where it takes place. But it starts oftentimes in your story. So that's why stories are so important. Any last words, Brock Johnson? Thanks for having me. It was fun being here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. It was fun talking to my mom. I I appreciate you taking this time. You're welcome. All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. We out. Peace. If you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and following along. Build Your Tribe is available on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. We'd love to know. Build Your Tribe is released every Tuesday and Thursday. For Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shalene's other podcast, The Shalene Show. It's about living your best life, improving all areas like mindset, habits, relationships, nutrition, ADHD, fitness, self-care, sleep, and so much more. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.